0: This is the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Good evening,
1: welcome along. My name is Vinnie White. I'm live here in Toronto uh, presenting to you a news-flavoured omelette, caked in greasy news and cheesy opinion, all served up with a side of chuckles. You can get in touch with the show, the Vinnie White Show, 416 so, 871 Don't worry, I've only been doing it for four years, can't remember the number. And uh, the text I do know is 71010. Okay. I'm on, and I'm incredibly important. I've got a 50 metre swimming certificate, and I've got an English accent, and I'm not evil. I mean, come on. Um, well done, congratulations, Portugal, you did a fantastic job. Um... And commiserations to most Canadians that were supporting uh, uh, Milos Raonic of Thornhill, Ontario, who lost today at Wimbledon to Andy Murray in the Wimbledon final. And uh, it was a really good game. Good game. And uh, it was uh, the first major singles championship match to feature a Canadian. And he did a great job. But uh, unfortunately, Andy Murray, the, the Brit, won it. And it's quite a good day to be British, actually, in that sense. Everywhere you looked, there was a feast of... Summer shenanigans. Lewis Hamilton won the Grand Prix at Silverstone. Chris Froome retained his lead in the Tour de France. Uh, And Heather Watson, Gordon Reid and Jordan Wiley all won titles at Wimbledon. Of course, the entire British Isles is falling apart and it's a complete disaster. So a bit of sports, nice to cheer people up. Brexit leader Michael Gove booted from the Tory leadership this week after the Brexit disaster, now down to a a woman who uh, might become Prime Minister who who campaigned for Remain, and another woman who said uh, the Brexit would be, quote, a disaster. So, looking good. Glad I'm living over here. Uh, And Portugal's first European Championship, as I said, uh, they overcame an early loss from uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, who is one of the best-looking men in the world, and I hate him for that. I was watching it with my girlfriend, and she was visibly stirred by his presence. I obviously blindfolded her immediately with a picture of just me on the inside of the blindfold. Anyway, they did get a uh, 1-0 smash-and-grab victory over the hosts' France today. And as a result, there's been a lot of people driving around, waving Portuguese flags and honking their horns with smiles like Cheshire cats. So, well done. It was a good game. Oh, my God, it's suddenly turned to TSN. Let's change this immediately. Uh, Later on in this here radio show... We're going to have a quiz, but not just any quiz. I went to a pub quiz uh, a couple of weeks ago, and the host was so good, I thought, why don't I poach him, pop him on the radio, pay him absolutely nothing, and then uh, I suppose we'll get a bit of publicity, then I'll probably go for a pint with him afterwards, and he can pay for that as well. (laughs) Radio, you don't get paid. Um, But he'll be in later on. And Amanda Capito, our regular featurette and News Junkie extraordinaire, will also be on. So I might do a quiz against her with a proper quiz leader. And, of course, you can get involved along the way. It would be very foolish to not involve you. Always a charm to have you involved in these things. Um, First, though, we look back at some of the news and... Do you ever feel like we live next to a massive, ongoing cluster shizzle that is called the United States? Yeah, one of the stories that didn't get a lot of attention this week was that they've finished Noah's Ark. Yeah, sorry, you might be thinking that you're listening to this a couple of thousand years ago, but they they have finished the new Noah's Ark, Um, It's a theme park. It opened in Kentucky with a life-size replica. Life-size in quotes, because it's difficult to know the actual size of the ark, or in fact, if there definitely was one. But nonetheless, life-size is as much as they can go on from the Bible. The theme park in the US state of Kentucky has unveiled a 510-foot-long Noah's Ark this week. It's about 155 metres and it's a very uh, dashing wooden model of Noah's Ark. The Ark was built by Christians who said they believed the biblical story was a historical event, a fact. Uh, Critics, otherwise known as educated people, have said the attraction should not have received tax incentives as it contradicts science education. Yeah, this was part paid for by the American government. Uh, The Ark is uh, biased on a biblical story of a man who received a Apocalyptic warning from God about a massive flood. And uh, Answers in Genesis, that's the name of the group that have put it together, they're they're a ministry that built this ark, said the ship's dimensions are based on those described in the Bible. It's uh, about 85 foot wide, about 51 foot high, so about 26 metres wide, 15 metres high in modern numbers. The ark, which is about about 60 kilometres south of Cincinnati in Ohio, unless there's a flood, Um, features displays of animals in cages as well as exhibits on the group's theories on the world's existence. The group, in case you weren't sure about this, the group, let's be very clear about this, not only believe, but believe with no shadow or glimmer of doubt that God created everything, including dinosaurs, about 6,000 years ago, and that we coexisted with dinosaurs, which is slightly odd because I don't know if you've seen dinosaurs. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, Also, I don't remember any of my relatively close ancestors telling me of any stories about them, but, you know, must have happened. Uh, Scientists, of course, have said that dinosaurs became extinct about 65 million years ago, not about 4,000 years ago, as these people believe. Yeah, because they believe the world was created 6,000 years ago and then we probably coexisted with the dinosaurs for a good couple of thousand years and then somehow we managed to kill them off. Good work there. And uh, things have just been tickety-boo since. No such thing as evolutions. Uh, And scientists, of course, proclaim that there's stupendous amounts of evidence to suggest that the uh, dinosaurs became extinct 65 million years ago. Uh, 65 million years, in fact, before man appeared. But what do they know, scientists? Next, next they'll probably be telling us everything is made up of protons and neutrons and that cheese has got something to do with farmyard animals. Nutters! Uh, Ken Ham, who's president of Answers in Genesis, the uh, and one of the best examples of denial alive today, said the total cost of the Ark was, and you may want to hang on to something for this, $100 million. Bargain. I'll have two. $100 million American dollars, by the way. Nice. The attraction has been the centre of controversy, of course, in Kentucky, and in fact a lot of the states, uh, where it was uh, awarded a tax incentive. Yeah, the Kentucky government managed to, I don't know how they managed to rile the feds into getting a tax incentive in 2014 of $18 million. So American taxpayers have paid for an arc. (laughs) And, right, it gets worse than that. The incentive allowed the park to recoup taxes on money made by visitors, okay? But the tax break was revoked after it was revealed that the group that are making the arc, answers in Genesis, would only hire Christian staff members. However, and get ready for extreme anger, the group sued the government, saying that we should be able to hire whoever we want, including just Christians, and they won! So that's good. Uh, Jim Helton, who lives about half an hour from the ark, said, and it's nice to hear someone with half a brain uh, that lives near that ark. I feel so sorry for people that live near it. He says, basically, this boat is a church raising scientifically illiterate children and lying to them about science. Uh, One of the Park's biggest critics is science advocate and former TV personality Bill Nye, the science guy. Now, Nye debated with Mr Ham. Mr Ham is the guy that's at the top of this group that made the arc on evolution. And he did this big YouTube debate is evolution fact or is creation fact? That was the sort of basis of this online thing. I saw it. It's two and a half hours long, and it's, uh, I'd say it's, it's more infuriating than trying to ask a drunk simpleton his thoughts on the writings of Dostoevsky. If you can get through all, all two and a half hours, and I must admit I didn't, uh, if you can get through it without smashing your head against concrete, you should get a free house. Uh, The video of the debate posted on YouTube by Answers in Genesis has more than 5 million views, so apparently people have been watching it. Answers in Genesis estimate that the theme park, which debuted to the public on Thursday, will draw about 2 million visitors in the first year. Hopefully one of them has a lighter. So that's the state of America. Now, Eddie Izzard, the British comedian, says things about this. I've learned that the world is 4,500 million years old. If you're very religious,
2: then uh, it's not 4,500 million years old; it's 6,000 years old. One of these is not correct. <laughs> Using simple logic here. Now the science boys—they've got anoraks, they've got glasses, they've got Bunsen burners and petri dishes. I've got to go with them because they can bend glass, and if they heat it up, you know, and sodium chloride and potassium permanganate makes potassium permanganate. <laughs> And then if you're religious, the religious boys, they've got a book. <laughs> and some, some some really interesting stuff in the book. Good stories in the book. I mean I mean I think a lot of the people in there are true. I think it's oral histories. I think stuff in there's true and there's slavery in there. Hmm. Maybe crime against humanity there and a good moral book. Uh, maybe it shouldn't be in, maybe the editor should have put a line through how to sell your daughter. Mm, I don't, don't you think one of the popes would have thought, ah, we could, couldn't we, you know, we're dumping a lot of these books, couldn't we just cross out the uh, slavery bit and pretend it never happened? They left it in, till now, it's still there. It makes me think there isn't a God, you know, because I, I used to be an agnostic and now I'm an atheist. Uh, I'm all for spirituality and I think there's a lot of religious people who've got, you know, certain something. And I believe in us, I don't believe in God, I believe in us, we're us human beings. But if God was there, thank you one person. <laughs> if God was there, I think the first line of the Bible should be, It's round. <laughs> Looks flat but it's round. Yeah, it spins, it's like a big football, it's, uh, oh, it's very complicated. Imagine you ant on a football and you're spinning but you can't feel it. Shh, shh, shh. Sorry about the slavery. Um, couldn't get the staff. They seem to like it. Shit. All right. Forget this bit. Right. Who in the beginning was the word. Don't you think? If there was a god, don't you think he would have flicked Hitler's head off? Don't you think? <laughs> you know. Oh, I'm not allowed to do anything. Well, off then. If you're not allowed to do anything, then what's the use? Just piss off and stop asking us to mumble things on Sundays.
1: <laughs> Eddie is out there doing his bit on the evolution versus creation debate. Uh, my name is Vinnie White. You're listening to the Vinnie White Show. I'm on every Sunday from nine, and if you can, uh, if you like an early rise, Tuesday mornings as well if you fancy a little session at the round table where we debate many things on the John Moore show uh, Tuesday morning around 8.45. And whether I'm on it or not, it's always worth listening to John Moore because he's extremely good at what he does, no doubt. At some point this week, he will also be talking about the Flintstones Museum. When we come back, we will do a quiz with Amanda Capido, and we will talk about the positives in America. It's very easy to be critical, but actually there's some amazing things going on there. And some of them are festivals. Festivals like the Roadkill Cook-Off, Everyone's a winner there at the West Virginia Roadkill Cookoff Fair. We'll look at that and some more bonkers festivals as we come back on News Talk 1010.
0: You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. That's
1: where you are. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Hello, Pat. You look well. How is life in your producer pen? Excellent. Your sexy fish bowl where you're lit up so gorgeously. Um you ever been to the States, Pat? Of course all the time. It must be rare to find someone in this country that hasn't been. But there are there must be
0: a few. I guess I think it's the reverse of the States, whereas most people haven't left the States. I think most Canadians there's you know. Yeah, I hear
1: what you're saying. More people have left than not. I'm confident that most Americans believe that you uh, are one of five people that live in one igloo, and you're somewhere near Mexico, particularly if they're Trump voters, uh, in which case they think all of those things, and they want to stab you. Um, But nonetheless, the reason I ask is I'm always very critical of the states, and it's got to stop. And so today I'd like to explore some festivals that are going on across America this summer that you may be interested in. All right? So let me know if any of these appeal to you, mate. I'll start with this. West Virginia.
0: Already I can tell you (laughs) now.
1: He's out. (laughs) Uh, West Virginia. It is a roadkill cook-off. All right? This roadkill cook-off festival allows locals to enjoy a day of tasting strange cuisine. Shopping for local crafts, tasting local wines, and enjoying live entertainment. Now, when they say strange cuisine, they mean stuff that's been hit by a car, don't they?
0: Makes me worry about what they mean by entertainment. Well, we already know that. Marry your sister. <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 I think
1: the guitar riff there every year is that's all that's all they know. But next time you hit a raccoon, do pop him on the barbecue. It's West Virginia. Uh, Also, in Montana, you ever been to Montana?
0: No, but I I would go there. little town called Clinton, Testy Fest. I'm starting to make me regret my thoughts on Montana. Is it A,
1: a festival celebrating quizzes, or B, where you chew bull's testicles? It's it's the second one. (laughs) Exactly. Each year in Clinton, Montana, local gathers, uh, locals gather to celebrate, well, testicles. Uh, the testy fest includes several different events, the main one being the ball eating contest. You're given four minutes to see how many ball testicles you can
0: consume. Good source of iron, apparently. It's not even about making them taste good, it's just how many you could eat. It's America. That's awful. <laughs>
1: good source of iron. But then, so are pumpkin seeds, and they're not hung from a bull's penis. Exactly. Um, Barrow, Alaska. Ever been to Alaska?
0: No, nope, but I again, I, I would uh, certainly try it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not on every
1: Canadian's agenda, is it? No. Where can I go that's cold and to the north? Hmm. And it's only going to cost me about one and a half thousand dollars <laughs> to fly there. Yeah. So if you do end up in Barrow, Alaska, Northern Alaska, the. Uh, Naloon Katok Festival in Barrow, Alaska, is held uh, every June. Just missed it. It's a celebration of the whale hunt, and the success of the whaling season determines the length of the festival, which can range from a day up to a week. The most prominent activity which takes place during the festival is the blanket toss, which is when locals use sealskin tarp to throw people into the air. Which uh, takes their mind off the futility of life and the bleak existence of living in an icy wasteland that no one's ever heard of.
0: I couldn't do that for a week. No. (laughs)
1: Who's up next, Steve? Six days of this. Uh, This one you'll like. In Florida, Underwater Music Festival. That's just not possible. Actually happens. The Underwater Music Festival is held every year in the Florida Keys. Music is broadcast by local radio stations and piped underwater. Musicians dress as mermaids and mermen. Join in the fun and put on a show for all of the underwater onlookers.
0: Wouldn't you only hear the deepest notes?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like someone's having a rave in your next door house. Great venue for Celine Dion or any band created by Simon Cowell. Uh Uh, in New Orleans, there's the San Fermin Festival. You ever heard of that?
0: Yeah, I'd definitely go. Oh, well, no, I haven't heard of that. Sorry, but I definitely go to New Orleans.
1: New Orleans is probably the one town in the States that I haven't been to that I'd love to go to. Because you know you're going to have fun, don't you?
0: It's like a Caribbean city in America. Yeah, And yeah.
1: you're going to have a bowl of jambalaya and Exactly, drink, great food. Drink heavily. It's a party town. It's yeah. a world-famous party exactly. town. Exactly. Um, So I would like to go there. This particular festival in New Orleans is based off the Bull Racing Festival in Spain. However, this festival doesn't have any bulls chasing after you. Okay, good. Instead, they've been replaced with roller derby girls. The girls chase runners, and if they catch up to you, then they're allowed to whack you with a foam
0: bat and slap you about for a bit. That sounds fantastic.
1: Yeah, for some reason, there's a lot of dirty old men that walk.
0: Yeah, I can imagine.
1: That's a pretty good one. Oh, it's got to be a laugh. I'm loving that. Um, Crystal Falls, Michigan, the humongous fungus fest. I imagine it'd be smelly. Uh, It's home to the humongous fungus fest because this phenomenon is all pinned around the fact that over the 48 acres around the festival, there's the world's largest fungus. Which I don't really know what that means. Does that mean. Mushroom? Does that mean a mushroom patch? I mean, it can't be one fungus. I'll have to. If anyone knows, or anyone's been, can you text me on 71010? Fix my fungus. Uh, the festival attendees can enjoy a mushroom pancake breakfast and the largest mushroom pizza known to man. If you want to go, you've got to be a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the lowest. Moment. I couldn't eat anything for that long. I
1: can't believe you laughed at that. I'm, I'm now worried that you, because you should have come in here and punched me in the face.
0: I'll laugh at any, any <laughs> crappy joke.
1: And that's why he's my producer. Uh, two more. Pullman, Washington has the National Lentil Festival. Lentils. Ned, I've never enjoyed lentils. No. This is a good way. If you don't like your children, watch them run away and live under a bridge by inviting them to the National Lentil Festival. Each year, Pullman, Washington residents gather to celebrate the wonder that is a lentil. Uh, The weekend of fun includes live music, a kids' carnival, free lentil chilli, it would have to be, and a lentil pancake restaurant.
0: How boring are people in Pullman, Washington, <laughs> that that's the thing they chose? Choose anything.
1: Exactly. What are you doing this weekend? Even
0: Vermont just, it's so boring, they just, will steal maple syrup. Yeah. Someone else is already doing it, we'll just copy it. That's much better. Yeah, absolutely, The lentils.
1: Maybe a festival watching paint dry would be slightly more fun. The annual paint dryathon. Anyway, the last one. This one sounds a bit of a laugh. The uh, Duct Tape Festival in Avon, Ohio. Uh, this festival is held every year in Avon, Ohio. You can spend three days celebrating the wonders of the all-American product that is duct tape. Uh, the festival includes a duct tape fashion show, duct tape statues, and a parade with duct tape floats. And if it sounds dull, it's probably a hit with the s m community. There must be a joke in there about how... Uh, if you laugh at this, then you should come in here and punch me, okay? All right? let's put you to the test. If you go to that festival, you'll want to stick around.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I'm not going to give you anything on that one.
1: When we come back, I'm going to talk to Amanda Capito, the news junkie. And also, we've got a guy in the studio who does quizzes. He is the quiz coconut. All will be explained. And uh, you, know, do, do they need a pad and a pen? Would that help? Yeah, probably. Yeah, get yourself a pad and a pen and probably a beer in case it doesn't go very well. And uh, we'll be back in a minute, and we'll do a quiz. All right? Topical stuff. It's News Talk 1010.
0: This is The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio. News Talk 1010.
1: Good evening. My name is Vinnie White. You're listening to The Vinnie White Show on News Talk 1010. And every week, I'm joined by Amanda Capido, our resident news junkie, to discuss the events of the day. Now... We could do that. But the big event of today was Wimbledon. Talked about it. Uh, Football slash soccer, whatever you call it. Talked about that. So I thought we'd do something different, Amanda.
3: Okay, I feel like I don't have a choice. All I was told (laughs) that I'm going to be quizzed. So Mm. no theme, no, no research done. Let's let's do this. I
1: think this is the best way to do a quiz because then the listeners know that no one's cheating
3: or you're just setting me up to fail.
1: Is the idea, (laughs) but you've seen straight bloody through it. Okay. Uh, So what's happening here is a couple of weeks ago, I went to the pub, which is one of my favourite things to do. You went to
3: a pub? I know. What?
1: I know. (laughs) And there was a man in there who was British, so obviously he was hilarious. (laughs) And his name is James, and he's with us tonight. Hello, James. Hi, Vinnie. Love the show.
3: This is how you got this guy? You roped him in from the pub? (laughs) Mate, any way you
1: can. (laughs) You buy him a pint. And then you whack them on air. That's how it works. And this
3: just goes to show how little context I had. I saw this gentleman sitting here in the studio. I had no idea where he came from. <laughs> okay, great.
1: So, you're British. You've been living here for a while. Like I, you moved for a lady, but you stayed with yours.
4: That's right, Vinny. Yes, I, I met the girl of my dreams many years ago in uh, Edmonton, actually. She told me to say that, of course. Of
1: course, uh, uh, And a
4: year ago, I moved over here, so... Uh... Here we are in Toronto.
1: Now, before you moved to Canada, you used to be a quiz master in England, and in some senses, you still are, aren't you?
4: That's right. So, uh, as you know, the pub quiz is a, a huge thing in London. All the pubs have, have got them a bit of a British staple. And, uh, yeah, I have set up a, a little business doing them, and we've got about sort of 15 weekly nights that we do. But I came over to Toronto. There's massively a gap in the market for a really exciting trivia night. And uh, I've been doing them over here, and... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to entertain as many Torontonians as I can while I'm here.
1: When I first met you, and I did a quiz and failed, we, me, <laughs> me and my girlfriend came last, but it was
4: like second last maybe. Were you? No, it was last. Oh, mate. was it last? But right? somehow you <laughs> managed to give us a certificate for fifteen dollars worth of beer. Thank you very much <laughs> that's, indeed. That's what happens at these nights. <laughs> yeah. Dreams come true. Brits yeah. looking
1: after each yeah. other, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we, I, I didn't go that well with the quiz, but I really thoroughly enjoyed it. But when I first met you, I thought, oh, obviously, like he's just, he's got. A proper full-time job and he just does this for a bit of a laugh no this is your life isn't it this is it
4: yes i live to entertain how do you manage to do a pub quiz in england and a pub quiz here so i've, I've trained up quiz hosts over there mm. so they do them as at the same time as i'm over here doing them myself mm. um and so yeah we, we we started in in sort of small pub nights and now we're entertaining royal bank of canada disney kpmg and the like and People uh, people are getting on the trivia bandwagon over here. Trivia, because it's quizzes over there. Trivia here. I've had to change everything that I say. Oh, you I can't say, say quiz here? You can't say quiz. No, they... Oh. Um, it's it sounds trivia. like school.
3: It sounds too scholarly. Oh, does
4: it? Oh, yeah. I see. It's more like a game show. People, people think I'm going to get you know everyone around playing Trivial Pursuit or something, but it really is. You know, I've got people bursting balloons by sitting on them. I've got kazoo's. People are dancing. We've got lots of jokes. It's a bit smutty in places, and uh, everyone leaves. It's it's a bit filthy in places, but everyone's over the legal drinking age, of course, so they can handle it.
1: How do the suits take it? The KPMGs of the corporate world when you do these trivia nights for them.
4: Do you know what? They, they love it because a lot of these, uh, you know, corporate events, it might just be their boss putting a load of money behind the bar. And it is like that. But we actually get them sort of team building. They're, they're working together on this stuff. The questions are, are really inclusive. So I've got teams with cleaners, CEOs, they're all working together uh, to try and work out the answers. And as you see in a minute, the questions are very open ended, but you can sort of think about them and, and work them out. As a team. So if I was to say to you, Amanda, that
1: this is a trivia night as opposed to quiz, would you feel less anxiety?
3: Yeah, trivia sounds cooler.
1: Okay, right. (laughs) First of all, before we get cooking, because I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing on a radio show, (laughs) can you just tell me, have I got another break to do at any point? I have. How many? Just one. Okay, that's Pat, who's uh, very effective on the radio by uh, using sign language. And so the quiz shall begin... How many questions are we in line for? How difficult is it going to be?
4: As many as you like. I mean, we could do ten, if you like, if we've got time. Whatever okay. you like, Vinny, you're in charge. Do the ten questions. If mm. your listeners know any answers, they can obviously get in touch. And then at the end, we'll go through them and, and see how you've done. Maybe compared to your listeners, or we can go through the answers. Oh, we do it?
1: It's like a pub quiz but without the like beer, a pub, isn't it?
4: Yeah, can we get any?
1: <laughs> I'll get my people on it. <laughs> people. Um, you'll be lucky. Root beer, if you're very lucky. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, hit the music, big man. I fancied a bit of cheese, so I figured it was... God, it's gone proper cheese. It's gone slightly pornographic
4: cheese. Tonight. What's the name of your company? It's Quiz Coconut. Quiz Coconut? Quiz Coconut. So quiz as in quiz like trivia, and then coconut as in the fruit. And you can find it at Quiz Coconut Toronto, everywhere in the world. This just taught me something. Is coconut a fruit? Is it it's not? not. That's a good one. I guess it's a bit of both. You're it? a trivia
3: yeah. man. You should know this. Yeah, I should these know. are the answers. I think <laughs> wait,
4: no. <laughs> okay, I've I'm, I'm, I'm been exposed as a fraud. I'm leaving <laughs> right now. <laughs> There's the first question. Is and is by the way, no
1: googling, <laughs> listeners. This is not. If we <laughs> no. Google, if I find you googling, I will come around your house. If you could uh, try and get your pads and pens ready. And the first question is: Is a coconut a fruit or a nut? <laughs> <laughs> and from there, we'll do the official stuff. Ready when you are, Mr. <laughs> host,
4: Mr. Coconut Okay. Are you ready? So here's a A or B for you. Are there more A, trees, or B, chickens in the world?
3: How's anyone supposed to know this?
4: Well, oh, you can have a guess. Just
3: literally a blind guess. I'll
4: start off with a guessing one. So.
3: Okay. Um.
4: So trees or chickens in the world? All right. Okay. Next up. Okay, here we go, a little bit more tricky. Um, So this was actually in the news last week. It was exposed that one in seven adults cannot get to sleep without doing what first? So this was in the news last week. One in seven adults can't go to sleep without doing what first?
3: Like, are these going to be trick questions, something really obscure and weird, or...?
4: No, this is this is, uh, this is uh, as much of a fact as what a coconut is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ready for number three? Yes. Okay, so which sport has got a target that is four and a quarter inches wide? Okay, so wherever you go in the world, it's played by men and women. Which sport has got a target that is four and a quarter inches wide? Wherever you go in the world, always the same.
1: All right. I'm quite enjoying this.
3: Okay, it's good, isn't it?
1: I'm, I think you're quite good at this.
3: Though. No, I'm scared. I'm worried. Okay, I'm worried I'm <laughs> going to fail miserably.
4: Next up. Okay, here we go. This was also in the news. This is number four. So, a study recently showed that on average, a woman's marriage is shorter than their relationship with who, and this is relatives excluded. So. Not any children, cousins, anything like that. No, uh, no relatives. So, excluding relatives, a study showed that on average, a woman's marriage is shorter than their relationship with who, what person.
1: A woman's marriage is shorter than their relationship
0: with their dog.
4: I think. You're on the can lot. I put? Can I use it's, animals? It's a person. It's definitely a mm. person.
0: Might start with a D.
4: It doesn't start with a D. Oh, I can change no. my answer now. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> I wonder if it starts with an S. <No>. S. <laughs> um. So you, you might see this person multiple times every year. Okay, Pro- I've got it. Probably men might see this person more often than a, than a woman. Oh, what? Yeah.
1: Oh, now I know. Now you know? Oh, now you've just confused me. I was going to say Dentist. But well, that's
3: a, that was my answer. Men don't go answer. to the dentist more, do they? But they said the D is off. That's what made you oh, yeah? <laughs> You are so behind. The, the,
1: do you know the funny thing is, I am
4: better drunk. <laughs> All right.
3: Or you just think you're better when you're drunk. It's not a D. Okay. All right.
4: Okay, next. Okay, so, uh, so number five. Uh, okay, this is about the NHL, though, the ice hockey, or the hockey as they call it here. So uh, hockey is obviously played on ice. But where or which team plays their home games in the hottest place. So which city mm. is home to the ice hockey team, the NHL team, which plays their home matches in the warmest place? Year-round, average temperature. Okay. So you can rule out Canada for that. Oh, oh. Do I have
1: to can I, Do, I, do I have to know the name of the team or can I just give the, you the name of the... Either's
4: fine, the city or the team is fine, Vinny.
1: If you just tuned in, by the way, I should probably do a little bit of admin. You're listening to News Talk 1010 and Signor Coconut from Quiz Coconut, which you can find online at quizcoconut.ca. Quizcoconut.ca is asking us questions. We're halfway through and there's five to go. And this is my game
4: show voice. Next. Nailed it. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number six. Anyone like a drink in here? Do you
3: like a drink? <sighs> okay.
4: Thought thought I right like, thought you might do. OK, here we go. What drink am I making here? So I've got a glass. I take two measures of bourbon or rye. Either mm. is fine. I've got two dashes of bitters. I put a sugar cube in and then a few dashes of water. I'll say that again. Sounds delicious, doesn't it? Yeah. So you've got a glass, two measures of bourbon or rye, two dashes of bitters, a sugar cube, and then a few dashes of water.
3: Okay, next. We just drink beer. Yeah, we're
4: really know. good at it. <laughs> and now for question seven, this is something that I, I do on my regular nights. I get my kazoo out. Uh, it really is a kazoo, and I can perform. <laughs> well, at least it's radio. Uh, yes, no, it really is uh, a uh, a show tune on a kazoo. I've been practicing all week, and you've got to write down the name of the show. Okay. Okay, you ready for this? Will it, Will this work? Um, of course. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, I know it. Oh, That's that? the layup. It's good, isn't it? It's quite a difficult instrument to master. Though. Would you like it again? Do it one more time. Yeah, you like it, like it again. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. This is me, by the way. I'm Still not helping. Okay. Do you, you know this, don't you? No. Can you, Can you do little... another show do you, tune? Do, you, do, you,
4: <laughs> <laughs> do you, you remember it? That's a hint. Do you remember it, that one? All right, next. How's your... Next okay, thing. here we go. Right, number eight. So, statistics prove... I don't know... Uh, well, I've got an iPhone here, but other phones are available... But to the nearest fifty, how many times does the average person check their phone every day? The, this is a, based on iPhone statistics, and this is in—it's an American study, I'm afraid. Uh, but the figures should be hopefully similar. But according to an American study, how many times does the average person check their phone every day? So to, this is the 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 to, to look
1: at it for any reason, yeah, whether it be the they, news or the
4: they're putting they're putting in their passcode. I think mm. that's, that's how they do this. So they know how many times people do that. Okay.
1: Right, you are.
4: To the nearest 50? To the nearest 50.
1: Okay. Already given up with humanity by <laughs> that very question? Uh, all right, next. Two more to go on the quiz from quizcoconut.ca.
4: Right, it's a tricky one for you now. So, question nine. the uh, You know the CN Tower had a birthday very recently, 40 years, once the tallest building in the world. But what was the tallest ever man-made structure For the longest time?
3: Before that?
4: Yeah, so what was tallest in the world for the longest time? So let's say the CN Tower was tallest for 30 years, then before then, yeah, I mean, you had the Empire State Building at one point for 50 years, but what was tallest for the longest time? And you may want to go back a bit. Oh!
3: Okay.
1: I was going to do this anyway, and now you've just made me feel more confident. (laughs) And that's what you do to me. (laughs) All
4: right, the final question from
1: QuizCoconut.ca, the quiz master that I've brought in to
4: challenge us all tonight. The final question. Music for you now. In which year were these three songs one, two, and three in the singles chart? Okay, at number one, Snap. Rhythm is a dancer. At number two, Billy Ray Cyrus. Achey Breaky Heart. And yeah, classics. And number three, you got Luther Vandross and Janet Jackson, "The Best Things in Life Are Free." What a top three that was! Absolute belters in there. Mm. So you got "Rhythm Is a Dancer," "Achy Breaky Heart," and "The Best Things in Life Are Free." One, two, and three in the chart. What year? Can can we just
1: settle this now before there's an argument? Absolutely. Whoever's closest gets it. Yeah.
4: Absolutely. Yeah, that's fine.
1: Okay. You've been asked 10 questions. Hopefully at home you've been writing them down. Unfortunately, we're contractually obliged to go for a break here and there. So we're going to swack a break in here and then we'll come back with the answers on News Talk 1010.
0: You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. I'll
1: just do this before I forget. If you want a canvas print, then go to MrPhotoCanvas.com. Good. Uh, Now back to the quiz. We asked you ten questions, or more to the point. Quizcoconut.ca, the host with the most, um, has come into the studio and asked us some of his trivia questions. Now, I would like to unearth and blow the lid off what's really happening here. Yeah? Because during the break, right, what you don't know is Amanda brought a little friend in, right, called Karis, right? And Karis, I just saw her helping out Amanda with the answers. So that it would be and if we we're in a pub that would be the equivalent to someone using their
4: phone, wouldn't it? Absolutely, Vinny and Teams. You're allowed Everything. to team up, but if you use your phone, Yes. then you get points taken off. not only, not only that, Vinny, if you uh, if you sort of tittle tattle, as I, I heard it's called, on your team, another team who is cheating, you get bonus points. Well, I'd like to do that now, please. It's not a fun situation. To be fair, we didn't establish the teams at the
3: beginning. I said <laughs> to you before we walked in,
1: I said, Don't you dare help Amanda. And now I'm doing my schoolboy voice. I didn't hear that. My schoolmaster voice. How convenient. And this is how anarchism <laughs> starts. But, <laughs> next, there'll be a
4: bloody riot.
1: <laughs> right, can you just
4: checking. Did you get that text with all the answers on before we started? I, I yeah, of course I did. <gasps> oh. no, 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 no. Okay. All yeah. right, hit me
1: with your answers,
4: please. Even though Amanda is a cheater. Oh
3: my god, I'm gonna lose horribly. <laughs> yeah, right. this... I don't
4: really care. <laughs> okay, here come the answers. Can, can I just tell people where our nights are this week, Vinny? Is that okay? Yeah, quite, yeah. No, yeah. Okay, yeah. Tuesday we're at Duffy's Tavern, and on Thursday we're at Nunu on Queen Street. Come Duffy's and join Tavern, Tuesday. Thursday, noon, noon. At 7.30 each time. Details on the website. Okay. Great. Here we go with the answers. Please feel free to wet yourself with excitement if you get any <laughs> right. Here we go. Number I've one. Oh, are there more trees or chickens in the world? There are more trees Thank in the gosh. world. 100 yes. billion trees. trees, 50 billion Before chickens. Before you do the answers, can we do our answers? Just in case.
1: Oh, oh yeah, Cheetie
4: McGee over there. Uh,
3: no, I, put, I wrote trees and I scribbled it out and wrote chickens and I scribbled it out and wrote trees. I
1: did trees. Okay, okay.
3: So That was a trick question Next question okay.
4: So number two One in seven adults Have to do what Before they go to bed Finny, what did you say Smoke a doobie Smoke a doobie Amanda I said
3: drink tea
4: You're half right It's drink alcohol
3: So oh. do I get point 0.5 I'll give you half Yeah, yeah. No, it's not no right. I'm, <laughs> I'm drinking It's a drink
1: But it's also high And that's what you get Off a doobie So do I get half? <laughs> I think you both get
3: nothing on that one. Oh, damn it. Uh, no. Yes. See hey, what you've done there? You've upset Patrick. No, Daddy. you know what? Patrick really screwed me on that one. Okay, continue. <laughs> okay,
4: number three. Which sport has a target that is four and a quarter inches wide? Vinny? I put curling. I put curling uh, too. I put curling. The answer is golf. Oh. oh. Now I feel silly. Yeah, you know what four and a quarter inches looks yeah, like It's yeah, because yeah. you
1: said target, but yes, a hole is still a target. Yeah. So yeah. I see what you did, you cunning little like, fox. <laughs>
3: And look at you being all Canadian and putting curling like me. I
4: just laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, number four. A woman's relationship with who lasts longer than any other relative? What did you say? I said a vet. A
3: vet? What did you say? It's Amanda? a mechanic. It's not.
4: It's their hairdresser. Of
3: course it is. Uh, so
1: well, he, he did say women have a longer relationship. No,
3: but see, that's deceiving. because so, Girls, some would argue girls go to the hairdresser a lot more than guys do. Guys, guys trim up themselves. Girls need help.
1: We both didn't get it.
3: Yes, I think that it. was just a misleading a misleading <laughs> hint. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, who's the sort of loser over here? No, I'm, <laughs> with the, I'm
0: with a man on that one because that's exactly that what I was thinking until you said that. Oh. Yeah, And no see, help.
3: that's the one that Karis helped me with, okay? Are you oh, happy I got oh, it, it wrong good, anyway? Good Guys, I'm
0: glad you misguided this <laughs> shit <laughs>
1: and drove it onto the rocks.
4: <laughs> Number five. The girls are right. Okay, here we go. Uh, which NHL team plays their home games in the warmest place? It is the Phoenix or the Arizona Coyotes are playing oh. Phoenix.
3: Damn it. Yeah. I you- put Florida Panthers. I said Florida. Well, I knew it was Phoenix,
0: so I gave myself the correct button.
3: Oh, well. oh yeah, we trust well, you. Well
4: then, uh, number six, the, the bourbon drink. That is an old fashioned. Oh, I got that. You got it. Oh, I, I wrote it in here. Nice one. Yeah, you did. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I must
1: be more dignified. Oh, that's a shame, Amanda.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just, bring it, just cutting me down. Okay. Uh,
4: number seven, the kazoo. You, uh, presumably, you don't want me to do it again. Um, but what, what did you say? Which... I said memories. Yay.
3: Memories. I said memories. It is memory, Yay. yeah,
4: from cats. Yeah, well he, done.
3: He gave us the hint.
4: Very nice. You didn't, uh,
3: Vinny didn't believe me there. I just wanted to, to let the audience I, know. You to look have a at my look.
1: When I was a child, I used to call it memories. But uh, then I grew up and did an incredibly
4: uh, in-depth news talk radio show like this. Uh,
3: okay, <laughs> so hit me with the in-depth. next one.
4: Uh, number eight. According to iPhone statistics, to the nearest 50, how many times do people check their phones? The answer is a staggering. What did you say? What was your guess? I said three? 150.
3: 150, Amanda? I said 125.
4: 125. The answer is 221 times. So 200 was really what I'm after Whoa. to the nearest 50. 221 times. Well,
3: look, look who's closer. So Vinny got it. that. Okay, oh, okay, yeah, we'll okay, give you that okay. one, okay. Vinny.
4: Uh, number nine, the CN Tower was tallest in the world for 30-odd years. What structure was the tallest in the world for the longest time? Vinny, what did you say? I said the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower. Amanda, what did you say? No, I didn't know. You know you have to go back a long way. It's something it's like double ancient.
3: Double leaning ancient. tower of
4: pizza? It's more ancient than that.
3: Oh. A pyramids? It is the pyramids. Yes. Yes. Great pyramids. Oh. Okay, I'm getting that. I'm getting that. <laughs> I got it. I don't <laughs> I got believe that. it. Check mark. <laughs>
4: check mark. All right. Fine. You did get it first, I suppose. Yeah.
3: Thank you. Uh, I and need the,
4: it. the last one was the years. Uh, which, which year had these songs? So you got rhythm as a dancer, aching, breaky heart, the best things in life are free. Vinnie, what did you say? 1994. Okay, Amanda, what did you say? I said
3: 1984.
4: Okay, yeah, Vinny was closer. It's <laughs> 1992. Oh, my gosh, I, ba- I,
3: backed, I backed it up oh, way yeah. too much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: not by Flock of Seagulls, Rhythm is a Dance.
3: <laughs> Rhythm is a Dance. Cue that up. No, yeah. sorry. Pretty much I, 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 <laughs> I just
1: realised we're running out of time, which is slightly unfortunate. So, um, who what won? What are your scores, Vinny? The f- oh, was I supposed to mark my own? Hang on. Uh, one, two, three. You give me half a point for smoking a doobie? No. No, not really. right, uh, okay. four. I didn't get Florida. Five. Five? I got
3: three.
4: I got three. Yeah. I don't necessarily trust Vinnie's market, so let's call it a draw, shall we? Yeah!
3: Ah!
1: <laughs> I hate you all. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I've got to go because we've run out of time. Quizcoconut.ca if you want to get involved in the trivia. Thank you for Amanda coming in and Caris, her friend, for helping
0: her cheat! You're welcome.
1: <laughs> and thanks to Pat. See ya. bye.